With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. A appealing, dramatic Thursday night football game came down to the bitter end at Lambeau Field. Not the frozen tundra on this night. You got to wait a couple months for the frozen tundra to kick in. But Aaron Rodgers matriculating the ball down the field for the Packers at pretty much at his ease throughout the, the, the game. And if you saw the game on Fox, you know that down the stretch, it had the feeling of little bighorn for the Eagles defense. Now, the, it was it was Custer's last stand uh, at the end there. Now, keep in mind, if, even if Green Bay had scored, it would have, with the point after touchdown, assuming they didn't go for two, which they likely would not have done being the home team, we would have had what would have been a fantastic overtime. So the worst case scenario in Philly for that from their side of things was, well, I'll go to overtime and all that. But any reasonable human being looking at the way the Packers were moving the ball down the field figured there was no way on God's green earth that Aaron Rodgers would not get the ball into the end zone. Right? You had every reason, every reason uh, intelligently to say that the Packers were going to score uh, a touchdown. Except it didn't happen. We had a surprise ending. There was a tipped pass, not Aaron Rodgers' fault, but hey, it's an interception. Counts as an interception. Picked off by the Eagles linebacker, Nigel Bradham, and that is it. Game, set, and match. There was only 20 seconds left. Eagles down the ball in the victory formation, and they escape with a touchdown win. 34-27, to a victory for the Philadelphia Eagles. So they get back to 2-2. Two and two. The question as we discuss this game, does this particular game say more about the Green Bay Packers in defeat or more about the Philadelphia Eagles? Now, it's not completely lopsided. I do believe the better story is in the losing locker room, but it's not completely lopsided here. It's a slight lean, slight lean to the cheeseheads. So only a slight lean. 
Only, only slightly. Uh, we've got the pantsing, the paper cuts, and Mr. Fantastic. We've got those things, and we will combine them all together. All together. Uh, so we begin with the defense, which was this was a defense optional. You know how you go to a party and it's like uh, shirts optional, shoes optional, whatever. This was, hey, you don't have to play any defense. There were 827 yards combined, 55 first downs in the game. It was the type of football that we – it reminded me of for, for a lot of the second half of the game, it was reminiscent of that Chiefs – Rams game, not quite as sexy, not quite as, as great and all that stuff, but they, they went back and forth. They were running into the end zone, normally unabated, as the both teams would, would have receivers and running backs going to the end zone and all that. It was back and forth, and uh, it was enjoyable. You know, I'm not doing negative rate. I enjoyed watching this game. I thought it was, now I liked the outcome, which obviously helps. I like the outcome a lot. That made me feel good because uh, I had the the Eagles side of things. We gave the pick out last night. And they won the game outright. Didn't need the points. But the thing that stood out to me, the reason that the better stories on the Packers side, this game says more about the Green Bay Packers. I anticipated that the Packers, the hyperbole about the Green Bay defense was fake. It was a mirage. And you know what? I was absolutely right absolutely right about the Green Bay Packers defense being a bunch of imposters. Uh, They absolutely were. The Packers defense was given the full Monty, and uh, the word would be exposed. Uh, And the Eagles have a good offensive team, but I don't believe the Eagles are the greatest offensive team uh, in football. But this was a public pantsing is what it was at Lambeau. It was, as Randy Moss did back in the day, much to the dismay of Joe Buck, it was the moon over Lambeau, a mooning situation. And so essentially the Packers defense exposed their bare buttocks to the entire stadium there and their ability to play defense. Now, Green Bay had, coming into the game, they had the NFL's second best scoring defense. How misleading is that? They allowed less than 12 points per game over the first three weeks. You know why? Spoiler alert on this byproduct of playing garbage quarterbacks the three stooges mitch trubisky kirk cousins and joe flacco dumb dumb and dumber garbage yeah there you go and so the pack only played acceptable football in this game for 15 minutes which is great if you need insurance with geico but if you're only going to play well for 15 minutes boy is that not good I mean, that, that is, at the end of the first quarter, you're like, all right, boy, I'm not feeling so good about the Philadelphia Eagles here. Green Bay's actually playing pretty well. Packers had nine first downs in the first quarter. The Eagles had two and just 51 total yards in the beginning part of the game. They were limp. They were lifeless. Uh, they were checking for a pulse. There was a priest standing by to give them their last rites. Uh, all that was going on. Uh, in the beginning of this game, and, and looking at it, now it turned out the way I anticipated the game would go. Philly's offense was kind of like a steam engine. Took a little bit of time to get warmed up, and then they decided to go turbotastic with turbo time uh, the rest of the game, the, the the rest of the way. Now, part B is the the Eagles did not start the night with the the kind of urgency we anticipated. And that was the big thing in the first quarter. I was like, what's going on? These guys, they lose this game. They're off to a one-in-three start. That is brutal. That's a, that's a big hole to jump out of at one-in-three. But they found themselves. They found the intensity. They found some enthusiasm there and a pulse in the second quarter. And Carson Wentz was, uh, was marvelous. He wasn't the greatest ever. He, was, he only had 160 yards, but a lot of that was because the Eagles were running the ball Wherever they wanted to. They controlled the ball at the line of scrimmage of the running game. But he had three touchdown passes, a great passer rating for Carson Wentz. It was a slow start, but able to flip the switch here. And it was the chip away. Chip, chip, chip. There were not a lot of big chunk plays. I believe the, the biggest play the Eagles had in the passing game was 20 yards. This was for the Packers defense against Carson Wentz, it was death by a thousand paper cuts, or in this case, death by a thousand short passes. Because Wentz averaged just 5.9 yards per attempt, which is not good. That is not good. The, The baseline for good quarterback play is seven. Seven yards per pass attempt is where you want to be. He was in a yard plus 
below where acceptably average is in NFL circles. And uh, there were three different Eagles that caught touchdowns. The big X factor, Jordan Howard, couple touchdowns. Uh, actually, three touchdowns on the game on the day. A couple running touchdowns, had 87 yards, and was very efficient in both the, the Eagle running backs. Uh, Sanders and, and Howard played pretty well, and there was a big special teams play there, and uh, and it all worked out. But Aaron Rodgers, on the other side, listen, he for most of the game, he and Devontae Adams, it reminded me of Tom Brady and Randy Moss back in the day with the uh, New England Patriots, how dominant Devontae Adams is. Now, part of that is the Philadelphia Eagles secondary. If this was ever a testimonial to trading for Jalen Ramsey and give up all your first-round picks for the next couple of years, that performance by the secondary would be all the evidence you need. The case is adjudicated, and uh, yes, make the trade. Because Rodgers, he had 468 yards of offense, 422 passing. He was the leading rusher for Green Bay. But as we always say, most of these games are lost. They're not won. And even though Aaron Rodgers had 468 total yards of offense, passing and running, and all that, and throwing lasers all over the place, uh, he did come up short in two fourth-quarter drives. Stopped at the goal line, four downs, right there, at one-yard line, could not matriculate the ball into the end zone. And and then he also lost the fumble, the tipped interception, you say, well, it's not not his fault, but it counts as his fault. And the turnovers, the kryptonite, the absolute kryptonite, are those uh, turnovers, as they say. And the the, la- the last thing on this, and we'll hear from some of the participants here, but the, the Eagles, this was imperative, right? This was essential because if not, the uh, angst would be percolating in the Delaware Valley. So this game should be a springboard. You got the Jets. That's like a bye week coming up, I believe, for Philadelphia. So they got another win there. That'll get them over 500. Just by showing up, you beat the Jets. Uh, So it it was a sloppy performance, but it was very sweet at the end. Nine penalties. They didn't turn the ball over, though, but the nine penalties were a lot. It seemed like several times the the Eagles were about to end – uh, Green Bay drives, and then there would be some penalty, and that would that would screw it up. And, and the game also went very long. We had two guys that had to get carted off the field, one at the beginning of the game and one at the end of the game, one for each team, uh, which apparently the report I saw said that these guys are going to be the, all right as far as movement and limbs and all that stuff. At least that's the uh, report I saw. I don't know if there's any new update, but uh, the game got dragged on and on and on. And it does seem, though, um, it, it seems kind of silly to say that you know the the Eagles' defense was a key part of this because they got stretched more than Mister Fantastic. The way they were stretched all over the field here, and 491 yards for Green Bay and 31 first downs for the Green Bay Packers. But yet the defense was the key. They had to win this game because that makes up for the absenteeism and those dropsies against the Lions the week before, but those two fourth-quarter stands, Custer's last stand there for the Philadelphia uh, Eagles defense, it seems like there's no way. And also don't discount the secret weapon here, the special teams that took advantage of the hidden yards uh, and they were able to shorten the field. All right, let's hear from some of the participants. Here's uh, Aaron Rodgers who points out the Packer offense, even though they got a lot of yards, uh, the end game, they didn't help their defense. We got to score in the red zone. This is one of those games where you know we got to pick them up. They've been picking us up the first three weeks, and tonight was opportunity. And we obviously came up a little short there in the red zone. But I feel good about our squad. Um, I don't think we're going to uh, lack confidence moving forward. We have a nice uh, couple days off, and then we'll get ready for Dallas. Yeah, it's a big game next week in Texas. I think that's the the big Fox game next Sunday. Not this Sunday, of course. Next Sunday. Uh, here's more from. Aaron Rodgers and the debate about the play calling of Matt LaFleur, the new head coach of Green Bay. Will Aaron Rodgers throw him under the team bus? Let's find out. I feel good about all four calls. I mean, we had a fade to Jimmy. Uh, we had a keeper that they played well. Uh, we had a you know an RPO, you know, and then we had the fourth down call. But I feel good about, you know, we had a couple opportunities there, I think, to, uh, to score. We just didn't quite execute. But, uh, yeah, it, it hurts. Uh, Obviously, they're, you know, the way they were stopping the run, we felt good about those four calls, and 
and I, I like the calls, and I feel like we were close to on a couple of those to really score and tie it up. Yeah, close. Unfortunately, that doesn't count. Now, there were several controversial calls, as there always are. You can't have an NFL game without having that because these are judgment calls, and uh, there's no clear cut on most of them. You can call a penalty either way. But here is Matt LaFleur trying to answer the question about the pass interference rule. I really don't know what pass interference is anymore, so I'll just leave it at that. Oh, uh, Afraid to get fined? I can show you. There's videos on YouTube. You can learn what pass interference. You're head coach in the NFL. You should know what pass interference is. That's bad. Are you sure about that? I don't think he is. All right, uh, Carson Wentz. You've just won the Super Bowl. Oh no, you just beat the Packers in the regular season game. Uh, how excited are you? Tell me on a scale of one to ten. How excited are you? Last two weeks, you know, we've been extremely confident in the guys we have and the ability that we have to, to win ball games. Just came up short a couple times, and so uh, this is, you know, kind of a, a nice little spark for us to, you know, now we got a couple days off uh, and get this thing going, uh, you know, get this uh, ball rolling for sure. Rah, 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 rah. Woohoo! Yeah, you're excited because not only do you get the win, you know you're going to win again because the Jets are coming into Philly next week. So that's a guaranteed win. <gasps> I mean, that's a good feeling, right? I mean, you're like, this is like a two-game winning streak. All we have to do is show up. And then it gets more interesting after that. The Eagles have to go to Minnesota to play that great Vikings defense, but they get Kirk Cousins, who sucks. So that's the other side of that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zinn Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zinn create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zinn is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. We'll get to Money Matters, but first, the Thursday night NFL game. And it turned when the Packers were driving down to matriculate into the end zone to tie the Philadelphia Eagles in the final seconds of the fourth quarter. But Aaron Rodgers 
picked off in the end zone on a tip pass. Now, how odd is that? How strange is that? How bizarre is that? Aaron Rodgers picked off the final play for the Green Bay Packers on offense. It was the first time ever that Aaron Rodgers has had a pass intercepted at the three-yard line or closer. That was number one. But prior to the game on Thursday, Rodgers had 64 touchdown passes and Zippo, zero interceptions from the three-yard line in. But that is over. That is over right now. And then you've got people calling out Matt LaFleur and ripping him and well, there's no, he's no different than Mike McCarthy, which uh, it's, it's too early to say that, but the results of the Packers' offense, and he's an offensive guy. That's his pedigree. Offensive, One of these offensive geniuses, a disciple of Sean McVay, and eh, not so much. Uh, not, 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 not so much. I have not been impressed at all. But Aaron Rodgers, here's another fun fact. You want a fun fact? Here's a fun fact. Aaron Rodgers, 56 times in his career, had a 10-point lead in a game. The Green Bay Packers record when Aaron Rodgers led the game by 10 points at any point in the game was 56-0. and 0. He had never lost when Aaron Rodgers had a 10-point lead. You know, this is why I often talk about because uh, one of my pet peeves is when broadcasters will go on rants and they will talk about how you can't turn the game off. I've seen comebacks. Yeah, yeah. When Aaron Rodgers has played quarterback, 56 out of 57 times, say, well, now it's finally happened, Ben. Now, see, see, they were right. You should always watch to the end of the game. Do you understand that one out of 57 is 1.7%? Do you understand that? So that means that if you're like me and you're like, hey, well, Aaron Rodgers got a double-digit lead, game's over, 98.2% of the time the Green Bay Packers are victorious, even with that loss uh, in this game. So I think that's all the fun facts I have for this time, but I think those are decent fun facts. Packers led this game 10-0, the Thursday night game. They only scored seven points in the second half, so Aaron Rodgers dropping to 56-1 and in that situation. Now, meanwhile, we are heading into the final weekend of the first quarter of the NFL season, right? There's a lot of chatter about a move that will come in the offseason, and it does not involve Patrick, uh, or, or it does not involve Jalen Ramsey, it involves Patrick Mahomes, I should say. Uh, it, it involves Patrick Mahomes. Now, if you didn't hear about this, Adam Schefter joining the brigade predicting that Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is going to sign a record-breaking contract worth over two. Hundred million dollars to play quarterback in Kansas City. Now that's a lot of chump change. That's a lot of chump change. Here's the problem though on these contracts. Right? The problem on these contracts is baseball's ruined everything. Basketball's ruined everything. And what I mean by that, like you hear two hundred million dollars, that's an insane amount of money. And then you're like, well, wait a minute here. Mike Trout just signed a four hundred and twenty-six million dollar twelve-year contract to play for the Angels. Uh, agreed to that contract. And, and then you look at the, the, the $40 million a year like Chris Paul's getting from right now from Oklahoma City, but soon to be somebody else. Anyway, uh, expected to happen after the year, assuming everything goes right for Mahomes here, and he would make over $50 million per year over five years of the contract. Now, the key thing is how much of that's guaranteed. And you'd have to think that most of it will be guaranteed mucho dinero. But let us discuss. Are you going to buy or sell Patrick Mahomes? Clearly, no doubt, getting that $200 million contract. Uh, of course you buy that. And I believe that's low. I think they'll go past $200 million and it'll get higher up. You've got the blank check, the Eagle Scout, and Old Faithful. And we will lock all these together. Now, number one, uh, Patrick Mahomes is as close to a sure thing as you can get. Now, he's not quite at the level of death and taxes, which are guaranteed, right? We know those things are guaranteed. You're going to die someday. You've got a fatal disease. It's called life. And taxes. You're going to have to pay taxes unless you're a deadbeat, and then you don't have to pay taxes, but then you got to go to jail. It's a big pain in the ass. So it's, it's going to happen for Mahomes. He has shattered expectations. And one of the cool things about not playing 
as a, I think you should play as a rookie, and I think Mahomes would have been fine if he had played right away, and he had to sit there for a year and watch Alex Smith. But that's my opinion. the The thing about this though is he, there were no expectations. Like he was he was good at Texas Tech, but nobody said watching him at Texas Tech, this guy's going to turn the NFL on on its side. Nobody said that. So he had the blessing of not low expectations, but mild, mild expectations. And this guy's going to shatter the NFL salary ceiling, the glass ceiling there, and they're going to make it rain. They're going to make it rain. Now, the timing on this, the timing on this absolutely matters. Uh, it certainly does. It's time to perfection because MVP last year, he's off to even a better start this year. We'll see what he does against the Lions defense which has some injuries this weekend. Kansas City favored by as much as a touchdown, give or take there, in that game in Detroit this weekend. But this is known as a blank check situation for Patty Mahomes. It is a blank check situation. He has a license to print money. This is where you ask for the moon and you get some stars and some other galaxies tossed in and, and all that. He could get, forget $200 million, let's go 250 why don't we go 250? Uh, and can I? It's like an auction. Can I get 275? Can I get the 300? Can I? How high can you go? I gotta pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Yeah, pump them up. Pump, 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 pump. Now, uh, now a couple things here. All right. You know, the second part of this: what could derail? What's the thing that could derail this from happening? Because there's a lot of a lot of fuel that has been fed into the engine to make this this happen, to send Mahomes down this road for the record-setting contract, there, there's a couple of things that could screw this up that could suck the air out of the room, if you will. A is obviously a catastrophic injury, which would change everything. If he goes out against the Lions and snap, crackle, pop happens, then the, the contract would be put on hold. Also, some kind of scandal. Like, I don't see it. Mahomes seems like he's a pretty clean-cut guy, and uh, I haven't heard of any skeletons that are buried there, but everyone's got skeletons. I, I believe that. Everyone's got a good side and a bad side, right? We, most of the time, you try to be good, but everyone's got a dark side to them. I believe that to be true. I learned that from Kobe Bryant uh, when Kobe Bryant had his little incident in, uh, in Colorado. But, but anyway, um, these things are long shots. Right? They're not off the table. But Mahomes has pretty much been an Eagle Scout since he got the Kansas City. He checks all the boxes, right? He likes he eats his steak well done with ketchup. He sounds like Grover, the Muppet Grover. Uh, he goes to Jonas Brothers concerts. We heard that this week with his girlfriend. He has shown great humility uh, and and seems to be um, relatively modest considering he's a starting quarterback who just won the MVP award. Pretty down to earth. It's also. Surprising, considering that he grew up in the lap of luxury. His dad was a professional baseball player and was had a long career with the Minnesota Twins and some other teams. So you'd think you'd have some vibe of entitlement when you come from, from that kind of pro-athlete wealth and all that. But it does not appear that he has that. Now, the final point here. So in an era where the young quarterbacks are mostly bus, overrated, not as good as people thought they would be, and lightweights, untrustworthy would be the adjective that you can use on this. Mahomes has been a breath of fresh air. It's it's still early, right? He's only played for a little over a year. He didn't play his first year except for the last game. Teams have not been able to figure him out. And he is living up to the nicknames. What are his nicknames? He's known as Showtime, the musician. I think he's got a couple other ones. But those are the ones I remember right now. But he's a, a dependable, reliable and you can write down, like this weekend, without even looking at any of the numbers, you could say Patrick Mahomes is going to have 300 yards plus passing and three touchdowns against the Lions. Now, that might not be enough to win the game because the Lions maybe will play better, they'll get some turnovers or whatever, they'll win the game that way, but Mahomes is going to get his numbers. He's going to have 300 yards plus, and he's going to have three touchdowns for Kansas City. If he was a national landmark, he would be old faithful. He would be at Yellowstone Park. Uh, he he would be as predictable as Old Faithful, and that geyser going off and all that in Wyoming, uh, absolutely. Now now that said here historically, these big contracts have backfired. You know that I know that every man, woman, and child 
knows that. That that generally speaking, now do I have any numbers to back that up? Uh, I can come up with numbers if you want. I don't have them off the top of my head here. But just the eyeball test has not worked out. You have the law of unintended consequences, and it's all because of the Fugazi salary cap. Now, does Mahomes deserve the money? 100%. Will Mahomes get the money? 100%. But when you put that much capital into one position and you've got the despotic salary cap here, then you create a trickle-down problem in terms of payroll. Like if all of your money is going up top and it's not going elsewhere and you have a cap on how much you can spend, it's a problem. As we know from last year in the playoffs, Kansas City, the chain is only as strong as its weakest link, which happens to be the Chiefs' defense, El Stinko. Uh, Now they're off to a little better start. Uh, They're at least... Not the worst in the NFL. I believe they were 14th in some of the defensive stats I was looking at this week, crunching the numbers here. Um, but you know, you usually you know, share the sugar. Uh, I guess the Chief fans, if they really want this to work out, they should, they should hope that Mahomes dumps his girlfriend and finds some runway model from the catwalk like Tom Brady found to bankroll and take care of all the bills and all that stuff. That would be be the way to do it. Uh, no, no hometown discount here. So for now, though, for until this contract is agreed to, Mahomes is making less than five million dollars. So he's in a that's a lot of money, but it's not that much money considering you're talking about going from about five million, four point five to fifty million large. Now that. Is a lot of cash. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Coop a loop. Ben, with Dave Dombrowski getting fired a couple weeks ago and the Cubs suffering an epic collapse this season, rumors have started to fly that Theo Epstein could return to Boston. Now, Epstein, of course, denied the rumors, saying, I'm here, referring to Chicago. Yeah. Ben, do you think this could happen? Uh, well, the odds aren't zero that Theo will go back to Boston, but they're very low. I, I would put him, if I were to set the line, I'd say it's less than 10% chance, and I think it's a lot less. I think it's probably less than 5%. But a couple things here. A, if, you got to think of it. Why would you? Theo Epstein, why would I, Why would he want to go back? He Remember he wore that gorilla suit to get out of Fenway? That's one of the great stories about Theo Epstein, to sneak out before the reporters could interview him here. And he has been there and done that. He had success. He won the championship that ended the curse of the Bambino. He put the team together. That's the pinnacle. Now, I know it was his dream job and all that. I I know the backstory, supposedly, for Theo Epstein, who I first met when he was an intern for the San Diego Padres PR department a million years ago before he ran off to become this Hall of Fame general manager. But it's also human nature to not want to go back to a place that you've already been. If you've conquered it, you don't normally want to go back if, you, if you've dominated. Now, now, the Red Sox, I believe they will be big game hunting. I think it's kind of obvious there. You don't need me to tell you that. I would expect them to make another run at Billy Bean of the Oakland Athletics. They tried to get him years ago and uh, I, w- I wouldn't be shocked if they attempted to put out feelers, the Red Sox, to bring in Andrew Friedman, who's the Dodgers executive. Now, why would Friedman want to leave the Dodgers? They win the National League pennant every year. But at least you ask if he's interested in vacating L.A. and going to, to Boston. And you know, the, the other issue is Dave Dombrowski gave out these massive contracts, these albatross contracts, and also, the minor league system is one of the lowest rated in baseball. I, I, a little better, I guess, at the end of last year, but it's still not great. And and so, it's, it's, it, you do the math on that, you're like, nah, you know, I, I don't think it's logical that Theo Epstein goes back to the Red Sox. All right, next! Pirates manager Clint Hurdle is 62 years old. Congratulations. With, Happy birthday. Yep, and with Ned Yost and Bruce Bochy retiring, he's set to become the longest tenured manager in Major League Baseball. Oh, wow. Uh, now, despite an awful year, Hurdle says that he's been informed by the team that he will be back next season. However, the Pirates won't confirm it. Ben, is bringing Hurdle back the right move? Um, yeah, it, it is, and I, I'll tell you why. Because, number one, Clint Hurdle is a good company man. He's a baseball lifer. He doesn't speak out of school. He's not going to say anything to ruffle the feathers of ownership or or management. And plus, the most important factor is the Pirates are in the early stages of suckage, which uh, they, they use the term rebuild, which is a socially acceptable term for not putting a competitive team on the field. And that's what the Pirates are going through Right now, and so when you look under the hood, uh, they are not trying to win. Much like the Miami Dolphins, if the stated goal was to make the playoffs for the Pittsburgh Pirates, then Clint Hurdle would have no chance of keeping his job. He would be already been fired if the Pirates were trying to win, but that's not what's going on. And secondly, Clint Hurdle, I don't think he's out of the woods. And I believe he will be back. His team... Remember how I think they had the third worst record. They they have the third worst record in baseball since the All Star break. They were like around five hundred at midway point, and they have free fallen in Pittsburgh. But pirate ownership is not going to spend on free agents. They never spend on free agents, and the trade market doesn't appear to be a good option for them. So the only way to get any kind of buzz and say we're going to be better this year. And any sense of optimism would be to change managers to whack this guy, Clint Hurdle, and bring somebody else in. But that said, I don't believe they'll do it because he's a company guy and, and they'll wait a couple more years till they get some minor league players that are good that they can bring up and then they'll fire him and bring somebody else in. All right, next. Mike Trout was interviewed on Wednesday when he was asked about his season ending early and his chance at another MVP award. Yeah. Uh, Trout said that despite his injury, he thinks that he had his best season of his career. Would you agree with that, Ben? Um, well, here's the way I would answer. Yeah, I mean, statistically, uh, if you look at the home runs and, and, and the numbers, uh, he was either right at the top or he was better than he has been 
Uh, so, so yeah, and he, he lives in a world, that's the world Mike Trout lives in, where it's all about individual performance. The team is a bunch of deadbeats, so he has to worry about the statistics and, and all that. But so far, I mean, so good. Trout, I think he had a career high in home runs. What, he had 45 home runs? I think that's leading the American League, I believe, right? I think he's still leading the American League. And he only played 130-something games. Second best year in RBIs, if I'm reading this correctly, in his career, uh, leads the American League in on-base, slugging, and OPS. So, yeah, I, I, how could you disagree? And, and secondly, nobody else from a contender has been so much better than Mike Trout. You parlay that with the fact that the baseball writers are have a childlike crush on on Trout, and they're so smitten for his attention. They're like uh, the cliche from Hollywood of the teenage girl in love with the rock star. Uh, that's how they are with Mike Trout. He's going to win the MVP again, and you know, he deserves it. But the Angels have played meaningless baseball since about the time they broke camp in Arizona with the Cactus League. All right, there it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you just you just keep getting better at these. You uh, really yeah. know how to pass well, third thank degree. You. Oh, I, that's right. With because uh, anything related to you, Coop, just wait till basketball when you start asking <laughs> you Laker questions. I know that I, is going to be win. constant oh, failures. Yeah, 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 exactly. But uh, for for now, Coop, that's a winner. All right, thank you very much. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. And now. It's just what you've been waiting for. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. All right, here we go. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. And these are actual jokes by actual listeners like yourself. Thank you for sending the jokes in. You guys have been great. And I got endless jokes. We can't even get to them all. We'll get to as many of these as we can. We have a lot of Antonio Brown jokes, a hodgepodge of jokes. Coop's got his offensive jokes. And uh, you'll hear sound bites if it's funny or not funny, et cetera, from Chris. And then I'll bounce the jokes off Eddie. So why don't basketball referees get hired for government jobs, Eddie? Oh, I don't know. Why is that? Because they're whistleblowers. Can't do it. It's uh, Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. What do 16 games and a tuna net have in common? Well, I sure don't know. The Dolphins will lose in all of them. It's uh, Bill from Iowa. Thank you for that, Bill. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. This one's from George in Rochester, Minnesota. Why doesn't Alabama schedule football games against opponents outside the Southeast? Uh, I don't know. Why is that, Ben? They don't want their fans, Eddie, to have to learn an 11th state. They don't want that. Yeah, would be too much. Uh, it's Big Ben's Lame Jokes. How do the Democratic presidential hopefuls play poker? Uh, I don't know. How do they play poker? Uh, they use the race cards, Eddie, is what they use in the poker deck. That's from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. It's Big Ben's Racist. Lame Jokes of the Week. Uh, what is the difference between LeBron James and a tree? Uh, I don't know. What's the difference between uh, them? According to Paul, the tree has more rings, but I, that joke would have been better a few LeBron years ago. James. It's a dated LeBron James joke, Paul. He's, I mean, he's won championships. That's a bad job by you. Who, me? Yeah, yeah him. Yeah, him. What do you get when you have uh, Phylexis, the seven-toed drag queen, in a room with a three-toed sloth? No idea. Ten reasons to get the hell out of there, Eddie. That's why. That's a Tom from Fullerton who sent that one. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. These are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. Why is there a vacuum in outer space? Uh, I don't know. Why is that, Ben? Because the Broncos suck so much, according to John John in Colorado, who sent that one in. Here's one from Cowboy. You knew this would come from Cowboy. If they reboot Gilligan's Island, which first debuted in 1964, and cast my often crabby best bud Jamie Logsdon as the skipper, Captain Jonas Grumby, what would be the character's new name? What? Cap- <laughs> it's Cowboy in Windsor, man. Captain James Grumpy. Yeah. You wanted to get a grumpy joke. You didn't like the grumpy joke? Yeah. I just, <laughs> That's a good one, Cowboy. I love oh, Cowboys sending God. these in. I, I mean, <laughs> it's great. He goes to the library to send us in jokes. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Big Man's Lame Jokes of the Week. Why is Koopa Loop considered, uh, has considered being a Browns fan? Uh, I don't know. Why, did he, why is he considering that? He heard they have both Cush and a Baker. 
So they were excited about that. Uh, have anything over there, Cooper? That's from Eric in Iowa. or from Iowa. Do you have anything over there, Cooper? Yeah, I got one here. Uh, did you right. guys know that O.J. Simpson plays fantasy football? Uh, no, no, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, unfortunately, this isn't the first time that he's had to cut a brown. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, that was uh, Kurt from Earth. Thank you, Kurt. Baker Mayfield took the time to sign autographs. He took pictures with every kid at a Special Olympics event. That's pretty cool, right, Eddie? Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, Coach Freddie Kitchen said he was surprised. He told reporters he thought Mayfield was going to run away from the pressure, but he didn't. It's uh, shocking. Yeah. No? It's uh, Steve that sent that one in. What? Steve, uh, tough crowd, apparently. What are you going to do? Uh, you want to hear what is the difference between Felipe Vasquez and Angry Bill? Oh, yeah, I definitely need to hear that. Yeah, one likes little kids, the other likes little dogs. That's the uh, punchline there. That's from Anthony in Anaheim who sent that. Thank you, Annie. Anthony. Wow. Why was Felipe Vasquez looking for Doc Mike? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, he, he heard that Doc owned a farm full of kids. That's what I guess Who we is call. That, Shirley? I think that's what you call baby goats, Eddie. I think the yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Anthony <laughs> in Anaheim, but Anthony digging deep, digging deep. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. <laughs> did you hear about Kyler Murray's summer job at the museum? I did not hear about that. Yeah, big news. He was the stand-in for the T-Rex statue. <laughs> so Matt that sent that one in. Let me tell you something. Have you seen Kyrie Irving's new fiance? Have you seen? No, him? I have not. Yeah, yeah. He may believe in a flat Earth, Eddie, but obviously he does not <laughs> believe in a flat life. <laughs> All right, that's uh, uh, damn right. That's uh, Bill from Iowa. Uh, thank you for Bill's very funny. Uh, did you know that double mint gum was invented by a landscaper? I d- I was unaware of that. Yeah, they originally wanted to call it Gardner Mint Chew. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's Jay Scoop who sent that one in. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. These are actual jokes by actual listeners like yourself. We thank you guys for sending these in. That's pretty good. Uh, and this one's from Randy in Brentwood. Now, I assisted him on this joke because I cleaned up the joke that he sent me. I made it a little better. We'll find out if you guys like it. But how is Sean McVay, the Rams coach, like the president? I don't know. How is he like the president? He plays golf every week, Eddie. Every week he plays golf. You are fake news. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, did you get the? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Uh, what is the difference between Gardner Minshew? That's two Gardner Minshew jokes we've got. Gardner Minshew and Weed Man Hippie, whoever that is. Uh, I don't know what's the difference between those guys. Weed Man has never picked up a hammer. <laughs> boom, boom. Thank you. That's a Matt. Appreciate that, Matt. Why did Weed Man ask Ed from Spokane for a sign? I don't know. Well, because with that much cardboard, he could have done much more, you know, those renovations for his home. It would have been awesome, Eddie. But, no. So, I'm Rand who sent that. Anything over there, Koopaloop? What do you got? I can't read anymore. Okay. All right. you sent. I understand. I thought they were funny, but, you know. I mean, they are, they are but. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's the uh, Antonio Brown. we got like a mini radio roast. What do Chick-fil-A and Antonio Brown have in common? I don't know. What do they have in common? Uh, they both don't work on Sundays anymore. They don't. Uh, so just Josh, who sent that one in. Thank you for that. What's the difference between Antonio Brown and John Wayne Bobbitt? No idea. Bobbitt only got cut once, Eddie. As Bill said, that's a little dated joke, but still, for those of you that remember John Wayne Bobbitt, it's a good joke. Did you hear that Antonio Brown is now taking online classes at Central Michigan? I did hear that, actually, yeah. Yeah, and a coincidence, uh, CM actually stands for cut me, is what it stands for. So Husker Kevin sent that in. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. How does Antonio Brown, or who does Antonio Brown like dressing up uh, as on Halloween? I don't know. Tarzan. He likes uh, dressing up as, no? It's uh, I'm Rand sent that. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. What's the difference between, Anto- oh. What's the difference between Antonio Brown's uh, victim Victims and Angry Bill's victims. I, I don't think I want to know, but I will ask. I, what's well, the difference? D- dog doesn't know how to sue Eddie, so he, that's the, the difference. That's a, I'm, oh. I'm ran. Oh. I'm ran. Oh. Sent that one in. Uh, <laughs> all right, Big Ben Lame Joe. Listen, we're doing this. People are trying to be funny. Do you, you know what a, a woman accused Antonio Brown of uh, depositing a uh, 
substance yeah. there on her on her back, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, A.B. claims that it was just one of his smear tactics is what he was uh, – that's his defense. That's from Hillbilly Mike. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Why were insecure personal trainers saddened when Antonio Brown got released? Uh, why was that, Ben? Because they'll get no more pats on the back, Eddie, from Antonio Brown. They will not get any pats on the back anymore. All right, here's the last one. Here we go. Close. This is uh, Hillbilly Mike sent this one in. Antonio Brown was asked about the liquid deposit there on the back that he left. And do you know his response? I sure don't. Two words, Eddie. Load management is what he said. There you go. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. (laughs) Not bad. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 